Hey y'all, welcome back to the DIY Entrepreneur's Reaction Show. I'm so glad you decided to tune in with me today. Go ahead and hit that like button and become a subscriber to the channel if you're not already a subscriber. I would really appreciate that. Today we're going to be reacting to a different show today. It's still entrepreneurial and it's still entrepreneurs coming to give their pitch before a panel of people. And on this show it is called Queen Boss. It was aired back in 2017 on BET Plus and the description says in this reality competition series 18 black female entrepreneurs are in a race to prove who can earn the title of Queen Boss. I did watch the first episode just so I can understand the format and kind of understand and know how to kind of bring it up to you guys but it seems like in the first round these women will be will be coming before these panel of judges and the panel of judges will change every week um, but they'll be coming before them pitching their idea or pitching their business that they have and then the second round they had a challenge and so they challenged the entrepreneurs to do some type of task associated with their business and then they came back into in front of the panels and gave the results and then one of those ladies are going to continue on in the series um, and so that's what I understand now but I, I appreciate you coming to check it out with me and so here's the first episode of Queen Boss again this is back in 2017 so let's check it out Tonight, three female entrepreneurs step into our conference room and try to convince these celebrity judges that they've got the goods. Actress, model, and daughter of hip-hop royalty, okay. Vanessa Simmons rules the fashion world with a successful shoe line that reached over $74 million in sales. Jill of all trades, Lauren Lake is an attorney, author, speaker, designer, musician, entrepreneur, and Emmy-nominated mm. TV personality. Come on. From Grammy-winning songwriter to multi-million right dollar entrepreneur in fashion and technology, Candy Burris is the definition yes. of a new millennium female mogul. And we're looking for the three P's here, product, potential, and passion. Our judges will ultimately decide which entrepreneur deserves to advance on to the Queen Boss semifinal, where they will have a chance to win a $25,000 startup fund and the title of Queen Boss. Oh. Greetings Queens, my name is Lucinda Cross and I'm the president of Activate Worldwide Inc. What I'm here to present to you today is this wonderful vision board kit that I packaged together based on all the things that my mother has taught me. This is the thing that has helped me to bring my life back together. So imagine a girl, she has all her dreams and aspirations in front of her. So what she does is she goes to college, but lack of confidence starts to creep in because she's chasing after this dream of success. She makes a decision that alters and changes the rest of her life. What ends up happening is this young girl serves four and a half years in prison because of a naive and ignorant decision that she decided to make. Mm -mm. That young girl was me. I was transporting dope and now I'm transporting hope. Okay. 
And again, I already said that I watched the first episode, but I love re-watching it because the first time I watched it, I was doing something else. So I was just kind of on so I could kind of follow it. So I wasn't paying attention as much as I should have been or as much as I will be doing as I'm reacting with you guys. But I didn't know, I, I, I remember her saying something about the prison story. I didn't know it was her life that she was uh, putting on the forefront and sharing information about. And so I like that. But what it seems like it says, she said, uh, a vision board box. And so let's see what's to that. Inside of prison, I use this vision board to say, Lucinda, you are more than 393-12054. Those were my numbers. So I had to define who I was going to be. I had to go back into what my mother taught me, that there's more to life than those four walls. There's millions of young girls who are being altered to go make a decision that they shouldn't make. So I've designed these kits to help these women live. I give them everything that they need to get started. So inside the kit are some templates. These templates make it a little easy for someone who has no clue what a vision board is mm. or even no clue on what they should do next. Also within the kit, you have your scissors, you have your glue, you have your glitter, you have your aspiration cards, you have your goal sheets and your template. You focus on these on your first board, you're bound to reach success. So I'm taking the vision board experience, bundling mm. it up into a kit so people can purchase it off the shelf and not just journal where you're going, but actually put your goals in living color. I like Thank that. You so okay. Much. I want to share something with you. My sister. I also love the fact that uh, it sounds like she's targeting people who are leaving from prison, or if not, because of her story, it will be a good niche for women who are coming out for this to be kind of a women's um, prison ministry for her to kind of take into the prisons for people who are probably have six more months have another year and they're getting out starting a program with them where they're able to put up a vision board with this kit that she's giving them and chart and be able to then chart their course on the first day that they leave that um that prison or whatever so i want to see if that is her niche or if that's her target market or if it's everybody the name of the business is worldwide and so it may be everyone but I like that she's putting her personal testimony out to others and giving people the tools the resources she said the book come the box come with the scissors and the glue you know many times we throw a hotel party or whatever and we bring a bunch of magazines and people are just talking about what they're doing uh, mingling with one another and it's kind of like a networking session where you're creating your vision board but I like that she kind of packages it and and gives it all to to someone who may not even know what a vision board is have not done one before and so I like the experience part of her product sister and I started a company a few years ago from a vision board just like that we had no idea what we wanted to name this company we had no idea like what we wanted to do but we sat down and us working together on this vision board pastry was born these things are so powerful and such a positive tool for everyone it's such a universal thing so I commend you and I am totally into this idea what do the boxes retail for from $39 to $89 online. We've sold over 5,000 so far. Um, how much does it cost to make it? 
It costs about $20 to make. And now we're looking to get them into the stores, which may require different packaging. For your vision of what you want the box to be, have you priced out how much it would cost to do that? Mm -hmm. I'm not... I'm not sure. Okay, I like the fact that she was able to give her numbers. One, she said she sells it for $39.99, for $39 or $89 up to is a scale. I guess it depends on what all you want as part of the box. But then it costs her $20 to make. That's not a, that's, I don't see any markup value there. And so she's kind of making what, a good $19 on each box or, or the work that goes into that box and so I would like to see if she understands or has a plan for getting that cost down from $20 to make this box to um and selling it for the $40 so let's not see. sure my taste is high it'll probably be expensive I don't like that answer see a lot of times we defeat ourselves because we never take the step to see how much it costs Come on, if we beefed up our packaging and did all the things that you wanted to do, is the box becoming an item that's over $100 now? Once again, I'm not quite sure. Okay, because when you get to that price point, people may not buy it. Okay. <laughs> so I think I said I like the fact that she know her numbers. Because at this point, it does not seem like she know her numbers. She knows her numbers for what she's currently doing. But to be able to come and pitch your idea of your next level to a panel of potential investors, I think you would need to know at some level how much money you're trying to make this box um, become in this next level of your business. So I think that's a weakness and I think that's going to be a point or a strike against her for not knowing where, not knowing the cost of her product and where she wants to take it, her next step. So let's see. I don't like that at all. I don't you need to be figuring out how to make the box cheaper for you Amen. so that you can keep your box reasonable when you sell it retail. Okay. I ask you another question. Yes. Why would I want to pay for things that I already have at home? What's more than just the glue sticks and the markers and the tape and the glitter glue, the self-help work that's inside of those kits mm. is something that brings the most value. Thank that's you so much, ask. Lucinda, for sharing your pitch with us. Please have a seat in the reception area. All right. I started off feeling like I can do this, I can nail this thing, but now I'm concerned about my crown. Time to take another meeting. Hi, my name is Sharita Cuffey. I'm the designer and CEO of Visera New York, a women's wear brand. We currently offer two premium collections, which consist of day to evening, and we also offer bridal. I'm currently wearing one of my looks. I like to call it a desk to dinner dress. Um, you can wear it to work, and then you can then go out later on at night. I'm originally from South Carolina, so all the women in my family love to wear color and things that are flattering to our shapes. Um, I think that's it. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> Share your target market. 
Please do. I feel like there is kind of a void in work dresses that don't really cater to women that are of a darker complexion or color. I want to offer more jewel tones and comfortable fabrics that are more flattering to people with curves. I quit my job in 2013 and so now I'm here today because I want to grow the brand. I'll use capital that I get from Queen Boss to grow the company into a viable dress house. What's the average price point for one of your dresses? For the desk to dinner dresses, they're going to be one fifty to four fifty. I'm sorry, yes. one hundred and fifty dollars. Which dress will be one fifty to four fifty? The desk to dinner dresses. So this type of dress that I'm wearing, the two dresses that are on the form, <laughs> this type of dress. Y'all, why Candy got to look like that though? For real, she looking like. Wait, hold up. What's one fifty to four hundred dollars? And then you see the expression on her face. She ain't trying to hide no expression. She like, that what you got on is $150? Like, is it made from, what is it made from? Here. <gasps> Which is the same as a pink dress. The two dresses on the mannequin would be $150? Yes. Wow. You realize you can get that from Marshalls for like $20. Have you checked your competitors? Yeah, I have looked at my competitors. So do you Ooh, know the average cost of a dress like that? It's not 150 to 450. I would like to know <laughs> who she believe her competitors um, are. That's how much I have to charge at the moment in order to be able to produce it. You're in this industry. So surely you know at any discount clothing store, they are offered for far cheaper what is so special about it and why didn't we hear about that in your pitch? What is so special about this $150 dress? Oh girl, this $150 desk to dinner dress. What's the average price point for one of your dresses? $150 to $450. Wow. You realize you can get that from Marshalls for like $29. What is so special about it and why didn't we hear about that in your pitch? Because right material? now I'm looking at both of those dresses and I'm saying to myself, those are kind of cute. I could put that on, but not for 150 <laughs> Well, they're produced domestically. So unless I move my manufacturing <laughs> to overseas, that's how much I have to charge at the moment in order to be able to produce it. Oh. Sorry. How many places have you checked? Because Come I on. myself, I have a store and we have dresses like that sure made at a place in Atlanta and they definitely don't cost 150 and you uh, in Atlanta? Yes. So now we can say uh, that you've been getting overcharged for years. Yeah. Oh, that's not a good look, Sharita. That's not a good look. You didn't have one of the potential investors tell you, look, we in the same space. I got a whole boutique store and we make them in Atlanta and it do not cost that much money to have them made in the style of her dress is not even kind of different like i forget her name like the judge is saying it's something that we could go to marshall's real quick we need a dress we could go to marshall's real quick and, and grab one i would love to see what type of material it has to be something about the material that makes this woman mark up her dresses 
to 150 that's the starting point a hundred and fifty dollars for this dress up to four hundred and fifty dollars I hope she get to it quickly yeah, okay Ooh. pretty much everything looks pretty beautiful much. thank you I do have some questions what are your um it also I'm sorry I'm, I'm pausing and interrupting but it also shows that she doesn't have a team that's doing good at researching her prices what she's charged or what she's um, paying to have these dresses made it shows that she really haven't researched her product she haven't researched the wholesalers the fabric whatever it is that's causing you to mark up this these dresses there's so much more research that need to be done and I think that was uh, Candy's point like no where have you looked really tell us where have you looked because I could do it myself in my store and it doesn't cost that much money and so I'm with her let's just hear a little bit more again what are these dresses made from that's what I want to know um, current marketing initiatives and like how are you getting the word out there about your line that's well, one, question. social media, my website, but I get most of my business through referrals. Could you share a little bit with us about your background and maybe what your inspiration behind starting a fashion line was? So, like I said, I'm originally from South Carolina. My grandmother helped run a clothing factory in South Carolina, so I've always been around fashion since I was little. Right now, I live here in New York with my husband and my son. My husband is currently deployed, so... It's just me and my Tell son. Tell us more about your product. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Sorry. First of all, if your husband's serving, you're serving too. Yeah. So thank you for your Absolutely. service because it affects the entire family. Yeah, man. And, you know, I know I come with tough questions. Yeah. <laughs> However, when yes. we get to numbers, mm -hmm. there's a price point concern here. Yeah. These can sell off the shelf all day long, but you have to price them right. Yeah, I appreciate it. I really appreciate everything. Thank you, Sharita, for giving mm. us your pitch. Please have a seat in the reception area. Thank you. Thank you. My clothes aren't going to be cheap. I don't get them made in China. They're made domestically, so understand what they're saying but we kind of have to live in reality it's tough being on your own isn't it yes yeah it's not easy yeah and being a businesswoman at the same time yeah but when you get in it you want to get in it to win it yeah mm -hmm. and you, yeah. you can't win selling them 150 450 dollars no no all right let's see who's coming in the conference room now unless you Vera Wayne or somebody or you have a brand and you have an artistry about the way that you are making your clothing or story and maybe you could get to that price point maybe but goodness gracious <laughs> my name is Rahma Wright and today I'm here to butter you up Shayaline is a company that I created that develops high-quality, natural, organic shea butter products, sourcing the raw material from women's cooperatives in northern Ghana. There are a lot of shea products on the marketplace. Our first point of differentiation is the purity of our product. Our products contain 
the highest amount of natural organic shea butter. We ensure that every single batch of our shea is handcrafted using a traditional process that has been passed down from generation to generation. Our second point of differentiation is our social impact. Shailene works directly with women-owned cooperatives in Northern Ghana, and we help them create. Candy rubbing that on like, oh girl, you just in time. I needed some of this on my arms. A living wage by taking these seeds and making these amazing products. Shailene is currently selling our products in Whole Foods markets. I launched in seven stores three years ago, and okay. now we are in 150 locations. You got a good brand already. And now the company just received a contract from MGM Resorts National Harbor. So how do you feel? Nice. I thought you got it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it feels really great. I love so it. So you really can see yeah. the difference and you can also feel and touch the difference. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much for your pitch. I'm wondering what your current goals are. One of our priority goals for Shailene is to be in another retail chain. How are you currently marketing the product? We currently market through social media primarily. And I also do quite a bit of work around the issues that Shailene is dealing with. I've had the opportunity to present at the World Bank, the UN, and that really gets Shailene's mission out there and it also gets us more visibility around our products. I guess great minds think alike because <laughs> at Bedroom Candy, we have a beautiful sister's collection where we also get our shea butter from the villages of Northern Ghana. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yes, awesome. for the same exact reason. Where do you warehouse your product and all of that? We work hands-on with the women that create this product. We import that into the U.S. and we don't use any middle people or intermediaries. Shailene is doing this directly. So question, your branding is on point. Your product mm. is on point. Your production is on point. Why mm. do you even need this $25,000 seed money? To fulfill them MGM orders. It's the money, yes, but it's also the advice and working with mm. others who have successfully built big brands. Considering your positioning, how do you feel about potentially taking $25,000 worth of seed money from a woman that may not be as developed in terms of financial opportunity? I feel like if someone else yes. needs the money more, I'm going to be on the sidelines cheering and supporting them. Good ass. All right, well, thank you, Rahama, for giving us your pitch. Please have a seat in the reception area. Thank you. I know I did a great job and that my pitch was on point, but these judges are so difficult to read. I think they got their PhD in poker face. I'm nervous. Like, I'm, I'm all over the place. That 25,000? Yeah. You could do a lot of things with that. Candy, what'd you think of Rahama? I thought she was awesome. I want to share my two cents before and just kind of give a rundown of the three contestants before they get into theirs. It seems like you send her with the vision board box. It seems like one critique from her, the main critique for her was the fact that she didn't know the prices or the cost of her next level. 
And so she's in there pitching this idea and saying, I want to take it to this level, but she has not. It seems like she didn't do the research as to know what the cost is. How are you going to ask somebody for some money or get money from someone and not be able to already have a plan for how you're going to implement and use that money, the strategy you're going to use and all of that good stuff. So I think that was the critical point for her. For Sharita, with her dress, her desk to dress clothing, it seemed like it was transitional clothing. Um, it seems like the one critique about her was she hasn't done enough research to really source her material and her labor to get that cost down. And starting with plain, I would say they are plain dresses. Started from selling those from $150 up to $450. I think that is crazy. And so it seems like her critique was she hasn't done enough research as well to kind of really get her suppliers down to a good number so that she could sell it for a different price. And then last but not least, Shayleen, she seems like she wants mentorship. Uh, she has a product. Her branding is on point. She's in 150 locations. She just has an order. MGM Resorts want to bring her on board. And so it seems, it seems like she has a full, fully developed plan and probably a strategy for what she's going to do with the 25 grand. Um, and so her critique, one, is that why do you need the money? And her response was, it's not so much the money. But I need the advice. I need the mentorship to be able to help me be sustained in, in the areas, in the spaces that I'm going into. And so let's hear what the panel of the ladies are going to say as to what they think about each of the contestants. She knew facts about her product. I love the way the product looked yeah. because I'm big on packaging. She's already in stores. The only thing is when we talked about the $25,000, she almost made us believe like somebody may need it more than me. No, she I did not gun for that money instantly. Right. She definitely can use the $25,000. I agree. But the other two women do need it more right now. Uh, Vanessa, so what did I would just say I think the other ladies need more mentorship. They need more business uh, strategy direction as to researching their cost and researching their suppliers and stuff like that. I think Shailene, I think she ready to get the money and she said that I need mentorship. Well, it doesn't seem like she just needs some money to kind of continue her business and to scale her business. But I like I like their uh, feedback. What did you think of Lucinda and her vision box? I am loving the vision box. Like, I've had success from it. So I think that this is an amazing thing to bring to the market. Of course, she still has to work on the packaging. But I think that she has the three Ps. She has the passion. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, but million yeah. people in one. <laughs> now, I definitely think that the box has potential, but how are you going to say that you need money to upgrade the box and you don't even know how much money you need? Come on. Lucinda is one dynamic lady. What I want is her product to be as remarkable as she is. Right. 
Vanessa, packaging. you're a fashionista. So what did you think of Sharita's clothing line? Her price points were obviously a problem. They were way too high. I thought the custom dresses were beautiful, but I feel like she needs a little bit more of a clearer direction. I really like her concept from desk to dinner. My problem is, is we know in the retail business, every person that comes in wants to buy something for a cheaper price that looks more expensive. We don't want to buy something more expensive and that looks cheaper. That's going out the world backwards. Exactly. <laughs> they rude, they brutal, baby. But I, I think I just heard something that's key to what Sharita is doing. Currently, her target is custom dresses. And so, if I heard that correctly, she's making dresses for custom, I mean, she's making custom dresses for people. She said most of her clientele come in from referrals. And so, I wonder if they are doing measurements on these people that's coming in and she's actually making a custom dress. Because I can understand the time that goes into that as to why it's starting at 150 and then what I did not hear, maybe it is her strategy to now take these dresses that she's able to make uh, and now put it into retail. And once you're crossing over to that, you definitely have to have a different price point. Uh, it makes sense to be able to source your material at a cheaper cost. And so I think I, I missed that whole point of her dresses being custom. And I wonder if they're fitted for the individual in that moment is that why they're called custom and so i hope they get to that part she has potential but she has no clue to how to get her cost down and your prices have to be to the point where I'm, i can't turn it down yeah okay ladies who's not moving on to the business challenge guys oh. i think that this is a tough one Lucinda, we absolutely love Activate Your Vision and everything that your brand stands for. But when you're doing business, you need to know your numbers backwards and forward. Yes. Sharita, I love your statement from desk to dinner, but your price point is just way too high. I think you really need to figure out how to make your dresses more affordable and work on your pricing to get it down. Rahama, your pitch and your product was absolutely exceptional. However, when I asked you about your need to win this $25,000 seed money, you said your main focus was that you would like to have the advice. When you are pitching for an investment, the money needs to be a priority. If not, we question why you need to be here. Entrepreneurs, we've Here. all been impressed by your pitches, but unfortunately one of you will not be moving on to the round two business challenge. The entrepreneur that's going to take her business elsewhere is... Take her business elsewhere. The entrepreneur that's going to take her business elsewhere is... Sharita, oh, please the leave the comments. Aww. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. Even though I'm being eliminated from Queen Boss, I still have a vision for Visera and I'm going to see that through. Nothing's going to stop me from accomplishing that. Congratulations, Rahman Lucinda. You're moving on to our business challenge. But remember, you haven't won anything yet. Now it's time to test your skills and see if you have what it takes to be a CEO in our business challenge. Challenge. Your business challenge today is actually a business reward. We're going to test your networking skills. Yes. Right. I got this. <laughs> okay. You both will head to District Cowork, home of Empress One, New York City's luxury female entrepreneur private members club. You're going to get the opportunity to attend a networking mixer. For an hour, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the best female entrepreneurs in New York City. So you better take advantage of your time. And remember entrepreneurs, just because you win the business challenge doesn't mean you're moving on to the semifinals to compete for the $25,000 Queen Boss Startup Fund. The judges will make that ultimate decision based on your performance in both the pitches and this business challenge. All right, ladies, get to work. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> When I first started Shayolene, I would go to networking events all the time, but I haven't been in a while, so it'll be fun to dust off my old networking skills. I'm Rahama. Hi. Hello. I'm Lori. I'm Lucinda. What does a crown signify? Being a queen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my strategy is whoever's smiling and looking my way, I'm going over there. I got this. I run a social impact company that supports women in Northern Ghana. We create an entire skincare line utilizing shea butter. The definition of networking is to share your story and connect with others, hear their story. And that's how relationships develop. And I might have some samples in here, let me see. <laughs> my main job is to make sure people don't have dry skin. I carry my products with me all the time. And if I connect with someone, they get a sample. We actually invest in women in minority-led companies. Okay, here I am. <laughs> well, what do you do? I have a small business boutique. It's a personal and professional development firm. The biggest component of our business is the vision boards. And so we have a vision board kit. We do vision board parties. I'm all about list building. So if I can get these ladies in my list, then I can further the conversation. We have a nice blend here, right? Do you see the blend happening? Lucinda has this fabulous crown on, but what's going through my mind is I don't need a crown to be queen boss. <laughs> Do you guys feel like it's our time? Like, yes, it's it women's it time. Do you guys have contact information, your cards? I didn't bring any cards, but we can still do the old school methods. And I love to play on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Let's connect on social media right now. All right, bye. Good morning, ladies. The networking event was wonderful. I met women that I will be following up with. Still have business cards. <laughs> How was it? These women are amazing. They are. Hello, oh. ladies. Hi. Hey, hey. How was the networking event? It was awesome. A lot of times in business, it's all about who you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of who you know, okay, we have a business challenge for you. Okay. okay. This is a setup. <laughs> yes. Oh man, this is not 
as easy as I thought this was going to be. Each of you will have exactly five minutes to match photos of some of the entrepreneurs that you met with their business cards. What? Yes, okay? Oh. The entrepreneur that matches the most photos correctly wins the business challenge. Five minutes? Wait, are you serious? On the spot, right now. Each of you will have exactly five minutes to match photos of some of the entrepreneurs that you met with their business cards. What? Yes, okay. Mm. And the entrepreneur that matches the most photos correctly wins the business challenge. I don't know about this one. Remembering the faces? Come on. Uh, I can't even remember my kids. Your time starts right now. Five minutes. If I knew that I had to remember every woman's name that I was meeting, I probably would have asked them to repeat it a couple of times. Where is she at? Where is she at? I'm trying to remember their faces. I'm trying to remember what they're wearing. I don't remember anybody at this point. Three minutes. Part of my strategy is to just replay what happened during the networking session. Mm -hmm. Who I met, what we talked about, if there is anything that kind of stuck out. <laughs> so the core is she had an accent. I didn't know. Oh my gosh. Pressure, pressure, pressure. I'm just nervous and overwhelmed. I know you. I, I, I. Okay, one minute. What did you do? I'm just guessing at this point. I have no idea. <laughs> That's no penalty sucks. for wrong gals. This is okay. so hard. Three, two, one, stop. Them on there. Time is up. Oh gosh. All right, ladies. Well, it looks like it's time for me to see how many matches each of you made and time for you to head back to the conference room. Okay. All right, great job. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I'm not gonna lie, it was very stressful. Welcome back to the conference room, entrepreneurs. Thank, Thank you, queens. <laughs> Raham, I have to give you, walking around with samples and business cards. You know, because when I saw you with that bag on your shoulder, the first thing I thought was, well, put that bag down. It's so awkward, You're walking around with this bag. You know, but then I said, oh, <laughs> the bag has meaning. <laughs> so I give that to you. Lucinda, what I did like that you did is that you gave your number on the spot and you got their social media on the spot. Yeah. So that was a great idea. Lucinda, do you think in hindsight having your cards on you during the challenge would have been preferable? If I give you my card, you may leave it in your purse. But if I give you my number and make an impression, that's more of something that I do. Networking events can be kind of overwhelming yeah. sometimes because you're like, oh my God, I want to get my product out there. I want to, but sometimes it's just better to be natural, just be yourself and connect with people. So, so maybe next time you put some business cards in that crown, right? <laughs> you both networked with several amazing women today, but let's see just how many made an impression on you. Rahama. You matched nine out of 16 entrepreneurs. She was the one that guessed. I can't believe that happened. More than hell. Lucinda, you matched 
four out of 16 entrepreneurs. Rahama, yeah. you won the business challenge. Oh, praise Jesus. <laughs> yes. 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 I know that's right. <laughs> I shouldn't go home because I'm amazing. All right, ladies, just because you win the business challenge doesn't mean you're moving on to the semifinals to compete for the $25,000 Queen Boss Startup Fund. The judges will make that ultimate decision based on your performance in both the pitches and this business challenge. Rahama, why should we consider you to be Queen Boss? I, I think that I have to clarify why I'm here. I'm at this very critical tipping point with my business. And the reason why is that a lot of women businesses, when they're in the scaling up phase, that's where they can fail. I need this money to help scale and grow Shayaline to the level that I know that I can. Good answer. Lucinda, why should we name you Queen Boss? So with the $25,000, I'm looking to immediately go into repackaging the product and prepare to start putting these bad boys on the shelves. There's many women that are counting on me and if I can put a product in their hands to shift and change their lives, you can, there's only one queen for that. <laughs> Thank you ladies. Please wait in the reception area. All I'm saying to myself right now is you can't go home. Going home mm. is not an option. If you have to beg and plead, you are not leaving with your vision boards and your kids today. That's not happening. We don't know what's gonna happen out there. Someone is about to be eliminated and I'm really nervous that I'm the one that's gonna be sent home. I love you. Regardless of what happens, we are staying in touch. You promise? 100%. Okay. Like, seriously. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So. And we don't know what's going to happen next, so. This decision is going to hurt. Yes. It is. Oh, we got two great candidates. I love them both. I do, too. I, I do, too. Yeah. What do you think of Lucinda's product? Right away, as soon as she pitched it, I knew I loved the product. And I love her as a businesswoman. I think that she's strong and she does business her own way. I loved her product. Okay. In my mind, I've already started thinking, girl, we can help you get those prices down on that box, get it cheaper, make some real money off of that. You know? Listen, I am, you know, coming from my background as a criminal defense attorney, this is what we try to say to the world every day that there are people out here that make terrible, terrible decisions, but they can come back from that and be valuable members of society. And she, she's just that. Kenny, what do you think of Rahama? She has a good story. The reason why a lot of African-American businesses are not able to go to the next level is because they don't have the funding to expand and scale. Exactly. You know? My, my initial feeling was, is she already Queen Boss? Does she need this funding? But when she had that moment and she just told us exactly why she needed the money to keep on scaling up and to not fall and fail, I had a light bulb moment and I was like, yes. She's exceptional. Pitch. Passion, purpose, product, presentation, placement. How many more P's do I need? Wow. This girl, I know. you know what I mean? I mean, really. Now, I don't think the same money would bless Rahman the same way. And it's not.
pulling her apart or taking her down. I, I think she's yeah, fantastic. A very strong point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is so tough, man. Like, seriously, this is tough. I'm not sure who's moving on to the semifinal. Rahama and Lucinda, it seems like you two have gotten really close during this process. Yeah. Yes. I love seeing that. But only one of you will advance on to the semifinal, where you will have a one in six chance to win a $25,000 startup fund and the title of Queen Boss. The other will be going home. The entrepreneur that's going to take her business elsewhere is Rahama. Please take your business elsewhere. Oh! The one activate the vision. Thank you. Or Bob. Rahama, before you go, I'd like to say something to you. Sure. We want you to continue to go forward, be your phenomenal forward. self. We think you are absolutely extraordinary. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I really hope that this competition inspires more women to be entrepreneurs. We need more examples Amen. of women doing this. And I hope that after seeing the competition that more women will say, hey, maybe I should try what I've been thinking of. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations, Lucinda. Our judges think you have the product, the potential, and the passion to be Queen Boss. We'll see you back here in the conference room soon. Thanks, ladies. Congratulations. I'm relieved right now. I'm just glad that mm. I'm not going home. Pop the champagne. Let's go. <laughs> Pop the champagne. That's so oh, yeah. Very hard. Yeah. It was. That was. All right. So that is the first episode to this series called Queen Boss that was aired back in 2017. We got to remember that this is not current day. So 2017 on BET+. I like the format of the show. I like that they're given an opportunity to pitch. And then I like that they're given an opportunity to show some of their skills. And I love the uh, fact that they're woman entrepreneurs. And so, and so we see that Lucinda will activate your vision board box continues to move on through the competition and so she has a chance to win the 25k at the end of the series that's going to be awarded um and i hope between sometime between the next time she comes back she has some prices and some numbers to where she's looking to take her her box with the packaging the rebranding i really do hope that she comes back into the uh conference room and has a plan and the strategy for how she's going to make it work with the cost, the numbers, and her target market, how she's going to market it, and all of that good stuff. And so the best wishes to Sharita and Rahima. I hope I'm saying her name right. Uh, but best wishes to them in their businesses, even current day. So all the best to them. 
let me know your thoughts about this show um, down in the comments. Let me know what you thought about each of the businesses or the females or the women that was pitching. I really would like to know what your thoughts about this episode. Um, so thank you guys so much for tuning in and staying until the end. I really do appreciate it. Let me know your thoughts and make sure you check us out for the next episode.